Hello, I'm Deb Knight and welcome to the Money News Market Wrap podcast, your daily dose of money movements delivered straight to your device on this Monday the 5th of February 2024. The roller coaster ride has continued on the Australian market to start another week. After big gains on Friday, the local share market once again gave it all back. The share market fell at the opening bell and kept on falling, with a small afternoon rally settling losses for the day on the ASX 200 at just under 1% to 7,625. Materials and utilities were the worst performing sectors, with healthcare only barely making it into the green. And it's back to talking about the critical role of iron ore in the Australian market. That was the main cause of the sell-off today, with prices of the key metal dropping by 4% at the end of last week to be now worth US $128 a tonne. Iron ore has been on a softer turn this year, dropping $16 a tonne since the peak in the early days of January. Of course, iron ore is still well above where it sat for most of last year after it rose from a floor of US $104 a tonne in August. It was the big boys who bore the brunt of the losses. BHP was down 2.4% to $46.45. Fortescue lost 2.8% to $28.90. Rio Tinto fell 2.1% to $129.12, while mineral resources sank almost 5% to $56.19. And just on iron ore, the new trade numbers from the ABS show a slight drop-off in the commodity over the last quarter. The December quarter saw iron ore exports fall by 0.8%, while the overall balance for Australia's goods rose to $30.6 billion. So it was red on the screens, and that's where we start. Iron ore companies weren't the only commodity losers, with lithium miners, Liontown Resources and IGO going back by 8.2 and 5.5% respectively. Not a good day for energy companies either, with Origin sliding by 1.4% and AGL dropping 2.7%. And a merger deal for the confusingly named gold miner Silver Lake Resources saw its shares fall by more than 11%. Red 5, the company it will partner with, went the other way, up over 3%. Less than a quarter of the top 200 were in the green, but it was disaster rebuilding company John's Ling Group leading the way. Its shares climbed 5.5% to $7.13 after it announced a partnership with US-based insurer Allstate. Healthcare stocks did make it into the green, with Fisher & Paykel rising 1.7% and ProMedicus up 3.7% to $108.63. And IGA distributor Metcash shares went into a trading halt after it made three new acquisitions across food services and hardware worth nearly $560 million. On the currency markets, the Aussie dollar continued to fall, now sitting just above 65 US cents. One dollar will also get you 51.6 British pence, 96 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. Gold came back slightly, now worth 2,048 US dollars. Brent crude oil dropped over the weekend as tensions in the Middle East show more positive signs, with one barrel now worth US $78 a barrel. And Bitcoin retreated slightly. One coin is now worth 65,582 Now, this might not be the news the RBA wants to hear as it tries to tame the inflation dragon, but hundreds of millions of dollars is about to be injected into the Australian economy thanks to the Taylor Swift effect. 
The singing superstar picked up her 13th Grammy today and got her fans in a frenzy announcing a secret new album is coming out in April. And that's just weeks after she does come down under as part of her Global Eras tour. And her very passionate followers, known as Swifties, are spending up big. Sales of tickets alone for her seven sold-out Australian shows are worth $120 million. Merchandise for just the Sydney shows is set to top $60 million. Qantas has set up 66 extra flights with a 1,500% increase in demand to and from the host cities. And hotels are booking out fast. Crown Towers in Melbourne is set to put up the full sign for the concert week and expects 2,000 champagne bottles to be drunk by partying Swift fans. The Bonanza is dubbed Swiftonomics and let's hope it doesn't deliver a cruel summer when it comes to lower interest rates. Tonight on the show, we'll look ahead to tomorrow and that crucial Reserve Bank meeting that will set the stage for interest rates in 2024 and ask why banks are starting to lower their fixed rates with Sally Tindall from Rate City. That's at 7pm tonight on your radio, via streaming or in your podcast feed. I'm Deb Knight. I'll speak to you then.